Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Please be on our show. Uh, Allison, it's been a while since we recorded one of these together. Yeah. What have you been doing? Um, being sick. Being sick? What yeah. are you talking about? Nobody gets sick anymore. Um, what does that mean? I even? say that, and yet I have showed up for work every day. You've been to day. work, yeah. Why so, haven't we recorded one of these? I don't know. It's your fault. Uh-oh. You know whose fault it's not? Jennifer Love Hewitt. And if you'd like to be on our show, please give us a call at 254-300-7982. Or you can reach out to us via email at info at roguemedianetwork.com. So um, let's talk about our favorite, JLH. Um, I've still not been able... Okay, so I think the universe is working against me um, because... Uh, I've not watched another Ghost Whisperer yet. I've not been able to bring myself to do it. But then I turn on my Roku last night as I'm getting in bed. We had the uh, the the very very young granddaughter stay over last night, a month old, and so she cried a lot. So I watched a lot of YouTube. And uh, when when I turn on the Roku, it has little ads on the side for like, oh. hey, maybe you'd enjoy this. Please tell me it. Came it was up. Ghost Whisperer. Yeah, it's, oh, it's Ghost thank Whisperer. God. It came up. Yeah. Thank God. You know who's in Ghost Whisperer is Jennifer Love Hewitt, and if Jennifer Love Hewitt would like to be on our show, because we're asking nicely, please, uh, it is two five four three zero zero seven nine eight two. Jennifer Love Hewitt. So, um, please be on our show. That means we're gonna watch another episode of Ghost Whisperer. Well, what we're about to do is we're going to go over Jennifer Love Hewitt's storied career. Um, So this is from another YouTube video. Uh, It is about the transformation of Jennifer Love Hewitt from one thing into another. And basically it's a transformation of of what she was to what she is now in Hollywood, right? So I feel like Jennifer Love Hewitt, who should be on our show, and she can be if she'll call us at 254-300-7982, um, I think that she has transformed into a wife, a mother, a, um, a person who has a lot of experience in the in the industry. Um, I noticed that the other day, Jamie Lee Curtis got uh, nominated for being in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And Jennifer Love Hewitt commented on that and said, you know, I worked with her when I was little and, you know, nobody deserves it more. And I don't know. Then she tried to sell me a candle or something. But... Um, Wait, what? <clears throat> I don't know. She's, she works a lot with this Holiday Co. Um, and uh, I get a lot of posts from them um, about trying to sell me all the elves that were left over from Christmas. <laughs> now that we're definitely <laughs> past the holidays. <laughs> we're definitely past the holidays, yeah. So those elves are pretty damn cheap at this point. 
So this video basically is going to chronicle, 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 chronicle. It's going to chronicle. No, it's going to chronicle uh, in a chronological order. Uh, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt's <laughs> transformation. So let's listen to a little bit of this right now. Former child star Jennifer Love Hewitt grew up to become one of the most beloved girl next door actors of the 90s. Right now we're seeing a uh, montage of, uh, and I say montage that way because Mason called me out on it earlier, uh, of Jennifer Love Hewitt over the years uh, being this the, the sexy pop star, uh, being in all the movies and stuff, and now we're kind of learning about her girl next door and how she got transformed into what she is today. She also went on to be quite the star in her own right. Here's her journey and transformation from 14 to 42. So this uh, video came out a year ago. So I'm assuming that she is 43 now. Is that what we can assume, I guess? I'm assuming she is 42 when this video was made and a whole year Let, later. When we let's her. assume that she's 43. Can we make the assumption to assume that she is 43? And if we're assuming, then I would go ahead and assume that Jennifer Love Hewitt is going to be on our show. And if she could reach out to us at 254-300-7982, then we could make that happen. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. Oh, such a lump. Though Jennifer Love Hewitt was basically born craving a career in entertainment, it wasn't until she moved to Los Angeles that she ever felt like she, quote, truly belonged somewhere. In she was born uh, here around Waco, Texas. And that was what originally started this for us, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. We just plucked her out of obscurity to, to yeah, ask her to please That's definitely be on not how that happened in oh, any way, okay. shape, or form. All right. All right. Let's do a little more of this. 1999, she told Rolling Stone that her teenage years there were full of hard work, but also excitement, with the outlet noting that there was a no looking back. There's no looking back for Jennifer Love Hewitt. She can only look forward. She's like a horse with blinders. She can only see forward. She can't look back. And if she is looking forward, I would say probably the next step in her career would be to be on this show. Uh, and she can get to us at info at roguemedianetwork.com or call us at 254-300-7982. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Please be on our show. I hate that every time. <laughs> every time. All right, here we go. Hewitt's mom supported her showbiz career unconditionally. She offered the young star the option to opt out and head back to Texas if she wasn't having fun anymore. But Hewitt was living her best life She's and enjoyed small some moderate there. success in the meantime. She starred in short-lived dramas like McKenna and The Birds of Paradise. I've never heard of either one of those. Have you? Neither have McKenna I. McKenna or The Birds of Paradise? Never heard of it. Yeah, I don't know either one of those. Uh, oh, she's later she's going to star alongside Seth Green. Alongside oh. notable 90s teen star Seth Green in the latter. Wow, he look at Seth Green with all that hair. She would also enjoy a larger slice of fame in Gross. 1993 with her small role in Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Hey, you know, in Sister Act, they were nuns who taught people to sing, right? Yeah. Sister Act 2, they were back in the habit. Do you know what a habit is? 
I'm just asking. I mean, I would assume. I have a habit of asking Jennifer Love Hewitt to be on our show, and she can do that by calling us at 254-300-7982. But a habit, when you're talking about a nun, is the the outfit they wear. I was going to say costume, and I figured I'd be in trouble if I said it a costume. That's outfit. It would definitely be an outfit. Outfit. Opposite Whoopi Goldberg. She later told Broadway World that she and the rest of the young cast obviously had a blast whilst filming the high school set sequel, and the film left her with a lot of fun memories. But it also undoubtedly helped to put her on the map. It left her with a lot of great memories. Wow. When she spent all that time with Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> I am not the biggest Whoopi Goldberg fan. I hope she's going to get whooped. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, okay. You can't call me out for anything else. That, that's that's your that's your get-out-of-jail-free card right there. You just said it. Oh, is it? You know, if, if Jennifer Love Hewitt was in jail, she could call us at 254-300-7982 and we'd bail her out or put her on our show or both. So, Jennifer Love Hewitt, please don't get arrested and please be on our show. I like how you say that, and yet you, I have definitely said far worse jokes. I don't know. That was pretty rough on here. That was a <laughs> the role was small, but Hewitt's charisma and talent were evident. And though her early TV pursuits didn't work out at first, Aww. it wouldn't be long until this rising star would finally catch her big break. Uh-oh. After starring in a series of extremely short-lived TV shows, uh-huh. Jennifer Love Hewitt began to suspect that she was cursed or was just a bad... So the guy they're showing on the screen now, that's Matt Frewer. Matt Frewer was uh, Max Headroom. Do you know who Max Headroom is? Nope. Okay, we're going to learn about Max Headroom here in just a second. Luck charm for TV. So when the chance to audition for a party of five came about, the blossoming star decided to jokingly warn the show's creators, Christopher Kaiser and Amy Lippman. She told them of how her presence could inadvertently get the series canceled. Luckily, Kaiser told the outlet that they weren't deterred. He shared, the first time we saw love, we had to have her. It's gross phrasing, isn't it? The first time we saw love, we had to have her? Uh kind of creepy. That's really bad. Did you ever watch Party of Five? No. no never I haven't either. heard of it. I, I, really? Never It was such it. a big show. Party of Five was a big deal because it, it like put the CW on the map or WB, one or the other. I don't know. They merged into one thing. So, But yeah, it was like one of the first big series on there. That and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Those were two So that ones. I have heard of. But oh, good. That's great. <laughs> it's like saying Eiffel Tower. Oh yeah, I know where that is. Littman added that they even completely changed the character of Sarah to fit with who Hewitt was when she came in. Oh, that's the teenage nice. girl they fell in love with was adorable and modest, without mm. bombast or excess. You would also without bombast. She had no bombast. <laughs> but if she ever wanted to discuss her bombast, she could call us at two five four three zero zero seven nine eight two because Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. So had an impressive work ethic and an authentic <laughs> niceness to her, which shone on screen and off, where she'd often rock a simple T-shirt for big events. All right. I got to make a point, and that point is just because you wear a T-shirt to big events doesn't make you a nice person. <laughs> I mean, she does seem like a very nice person, right? But I don't know if a T-shirt does it, you know? I think I saw Hitler in a T-shirt a couple of times. <laughs> I'm in no way comparing Jennifer Love Hewitt to Hitler. I'm just saying um, that just because you wear a simple T-shirt doesn't make you a nice person. Hewitt's tailor-made character was added to the second season as a love interest for Scott Wolf's Bailey Salinger. And 
You know, I hadn't seen Scott Wolf in a long time. You know who he is? I recognize the face. He's that guy right there. Scott Wolf. Well, no, really? <laughs> he no. was her love interest on no Party of Five. No way. You know, if Jennifer Love Hewitt ever wanted to talk about Scott Wolf and uh, what it was like working with him, she could call us at 254-300-7982. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please talk about Scott Wolf. And the ensemble family drama proved to be a perfect home for the young star. The character was similarly driven and earnestly It was sweet, a very big and show. And both Sarah and Hewitt won the affections of viewers across the country almost immediately. Mm. But unfortunately, some dude simply had no chill about it. Wait, what? In 1997, three major things happened to Jennifer Love Hewitt. She turned 18, starred in teen horror movie I Know What You Did Last Summer, and became a major sex symbol seemingly overnight. You've seen I Know What You Did Last Summer, right? Nope. Really? Nope. You should go watch that. You would enjoy it. It's it's a good movie. That's a movie that I, it's on the list I've been meaning well, to watch, like, but. It's, it's kind of like Scream. You know, it's in that same vein of, you know, it's it's a horror movie, but it's not really a horror horror movie. You know what I mean? I mean, It's, it's more it's like got, a thriller. Well, it's got of. a little bit of comedy to it and stuff like that too, you know? And so, um, yeah. Uh, and then I think the other one she was in is that, um, shit, it's the one with um, Lex Luthor from Superman. <laughs> um, damn it. Mason, what's that movie that Jennifer Love Hewitt was in with Lex Luthor? Wait, which Lex Luthor? You mean? The like, original one from uh, the Christopher Reeve Superman. I mean, no, give me a minute. I'll find it. Yeah. I need to know what the name of that movie is. Heartbreakers. Never mind. That's it. It's Heartbreakers. That was like the big sexualization. I was reading a really good article. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, And if you'd like to read a good article about Jennifer Love Hewitt, uh, you could call at 254-300-7982. We'd write one and then send it to you real quick. How dare you distract Mason from his amazing article. (sighs) Jennifer Love Hewitt. Please read my article. As Hewitt later reflected to Elle, people were suddenly talking about her body rather than the movie, and having no agency over her sexuality was hard for the rising star. She explained, when you start in Hollywood younger, the narrative takes off without you. Before I ever knew what sexy was, I was on the sexy list. That really probably is like a true problem for especially female actors in Hollywood, especially if they start really early. And then the, so the one that I think of now is that Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Like when she turned 18, the leeches were all over the place, you know, like it's hitting her up on Instagram and all this stuff. And it's just gross because like two days earlier, you know, not much changed. It's just her legal age changed. And so that, that is super gross. Yikes. Hewitt likewise told Vulture that it was a difficult transition, having gone from Party of Five, where her body was very covered, to a teen horror flick, which marked the first time that she had even worn a low top. Apparently, this prompted interviewers to begin asking her, quote, incredibly inappropriate, gross things. The tiresome focus on her breasts over the next few years disappointed the actor. She shared, I wish that the acting had overshadowed all that, that for five minutes they had said I was really great in the movie, versus made a body comment. That I, I again, I'm gonna I'm gonna re- reiterate, and I'm being totally serious here. That has to be a super big problem, you know. Especially like during this time, this was like the the Weinstein time, you know, when he was doing all the crap he did uh, with casting couches and all that stuff. And and I can't imagine 
like a girl turning 18 and already being in the industry and then getting these kind of gross people coming in, you know, and just fawning all over her just for turning 18. I mean, it's just, it's, it sucks. People are just gross. People are gross. And, you know, if you ever wanted to talk about people being gross, Jennifer Love Hewitt, you could call us at 254-300-7982, or you could email us at info at roguemedianetwork.com. Jennifer Love Hewitt, let's talk about gross people. Ew. <laughs> As a result, the teen star could sometimes look uncomfortable at red carpet events. She was starting to rock her signature styles, bodycon and bandeau dress. I have no idea what a bodycon or a bandeau dress is. Do you? I would imagine it's what she's wearing. So this is like a full length, total cover dress. It seems a little clingy, but it is is a full cover. Full coverage shows absolutely like no shape to her body. What about her ankles? You know, there was somebody out there going, ooh, that girl's ankles, you know, so which is, which is rough. That's so weird. But you know, but there, there are was. weird people oh. out there that oh, are like yeah. that. You know, we have a lot of weird people here. And if uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt would like to talk to any of them, she could call us at 254-300-7982. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Let's talk about your ankles. <laughs> no. <laughs> or tailored pants with a strappy top. However, Hewitt was still a young woman trying to assert dominance over her persona. It's going to be super confusing, to too, the you know. Because right. you basically come into your adulthood, but while everyone's watching. You know, that's, yeah, that's and then And then being basically just looked at yeah. as far as your piece of your meat. body yeah. your body type and just nobody's respecting you for who you are just what well, like you look like yeah like she said you know if somebody had it once commented about you were great in that movie instead of boy you look really good you know i mean yeah. that's that's got to get super old super quick Sadly, the attention about her body didn't end, and in some ways, it even worsened. After leaving Party of Five, and with a few more teen movies under her belt, like... Did you know that they called it Party of Four after? No. They didn't. No. I can't hardly wait, and I still know what you did last summer. Jennifer Love Hewitt executive produced and starred in a movie about one of her favorite Hollywood legends, the Audrey Hepburn story. She told Cosmopolitan, Never in my life have I been captivated by anybody on screen the way I was when I saw Audrey Hepburn the first time. She's. I guess I did not realize she started in an Audrey Hepburn movie. Do you know who Audrey Hepburn is? Nope. Very famous actress. Uh, she, uh, the most famous role was Breakfast at Tiffany's. Um, big time movie. Huge. Uh, like it was, Audrey Hepburn was kind of the antidote to the Marilyn Monroe era. So Marilyn Monroe, you know, pinup model, blonde, you know, all that stuff. And Audrey Hepburn was always the put together, more covered, more demure type actor. So she was very good. Is everything a woman should be. Unfortunately, some critics were openly against Hewitt playing Hepburn, who is renowned for being Tinseltown's most beloved icon of elegance. The debate surrounding her casting in the role sometimes leaned heavily on the admittedly sexist idea that Hewitt's chest was too big and therefore too unsophisticated to depict the lean star. That sucks. <laughs> that really sucks. Again, just being demoralized yeah. based off of her body. Yeah, yeah, that really sucks. What? Hewitt challenged these <laughs> critics by taking to several <laughs> red carpets looking the embodiment of class and sophistication in a range of gorgeously tailored gowns. Though reviews were mixed for the Audrey Hepburn story, Hewitt was nonetheless taking a stronger helm of her narrative, her sexuality, and her career. 
Playing one half of a mother-daughter con team opposite Sigourney Weaver, Heartbreakers there was the is. transitional comedy vehicle for which Jennifer Love Hewitt had been waiting. Though the 2001 movie was met with mixed reviews, the Party of Five alum's ability to keep up with a cast of Hollywood heavyweights like Weaver was impressive. As Hewitt later told Vulture, the character of Paige gave her the chance to express elements of where she was at during that time in her life. She shared their similarities, still young at heart with lots to learn and moving into her own sexuality and who she wanted to be as a woman. Her performance is confident in the film, and so is her wardrobe. On screen and off, Heartbreakers established Hewitt as the bodycon queen of Tinseltown. But was she finally asserting the skin? Body contour dress, that's what that means. That just hit me. So it's, it, it, and that's why I say like it's tight fitting, you know, mm -hmm. but it's, but it covers everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I did not realize I, sorry, that just hit me. It's been a long weekend. Uh, it's been a long weekend. It's and well, and, and what I was going to say is if, if anybody wanted to talk about body con uh, dresses, like say, I don't know, JLH, if she wanted to call in and talk to us about body con dresses, she could call us at 254 300 7982 Jennifer Love Hewitt. Every time. <sighs> Talk Please to be on our show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, amazing. All right, here we go. <laughs> tight look for her own enjoyment and power speaking to cinema.com at the time hewitt mused how her character uses her body and her sexuality to hide the fact she's really a 23 year old insecure girl trying to figure out her life i think one of the reasons that this movie was big for her heartbreakers is because she was able to recapture like that character that she wanted to be more of an audrey hepburn type character so the 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 deal behind this movie is that Sigourney Weaver and her are mother daughter and they're a con team. And so they go after like old rich guys, Jennifer Love Hewitt comes on to them and then tries to marry them. And then here comes her mother. And anyway, they con the guys out of their money and stuff. So that's, that's the whole idea behind this. And so I'm sure that it's, that it's, it makes you more confident playing a character like that rather than somebody scared all the time in I know what you did last summer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean that's I think yeah. that would give her a little character or a little uh, confidence, I would think. That and her bodycon dresses. Whatever that is. This element of the film may have resonated with the star herself, who had long been frustrated with how her talents and career were being overshadowed by her body. As Hewitt Do you know that every kiss that Jennifer Love Hewitt does on screen is next to a, a light tower? A lighthouse like that? Every no. single one. Did you know that? No. That's because it's not true. I told the website, things were going to change. She said, I want to try to focus less on my figure and more on my ability because I think that's important. Part of Jennifer Love Hewitt's master plan to reclaim her reputation and focus on her other abilities surely factored into her returning to her musical roots. So when she was small, you know, we've, we've watched, she was on Kids Incorporated which was on Disney and a couple other places. And um, I guess she was really into music when she was a little kid. And then here it is, what they say, 2002, she starts releasing these music videos, of which we've played a couple over the last couple of weeks. And now your phone is making a sound. What's worse is that my phone's on Do Not Disturb. Well, I guess because... Uh, it's got to be somebody you know, then, that's getting through that you have um, okayed. Well, it is uh, my, actually one of my emergency contacts, yeah, so... Sure, yeah, sure, sure. I get it. I get yeah. it. 
And if you'd like to report an emergency with Jennifer Love Hewitt or anything involved in Jennifer Love Hewitt, please call us at 254-300-7982. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. With the 2002 release of her fourth studio album, Bare Naked, Hewitt was able to reconnect with herself. She told UPI that music had an advantage over acting in nurturing her sense of self, saying, when I'm acting, I spend 14 hours a day and months at a time being someone else. When I'm singing, I just get to be me. That makes total sense to me, you know? Yeah. Because uh, I can imagine, like, if you look at somebody like Jim Carrey, who got completely lost in the in the character of Andy Kaufman whenever he played him, and now I think has never really recovered from being that character. Um, I, I I can suppose that would happen. You know, you get lost in a character and you become that person, kind of, you know, and kind of lose your your sense of self. Bare Naked was the biggest push in Hewitt's musical career to date. Her pop rock style followed suit, and black, skin-tight, rock chick chic became her everyday uniform. It was sexy, sure, but it was also tough. This wasn't an accessible, Maxim-friendly, girl-next-door centerfold look. It was a style that embraced her looks with confidence in her own way. Sadly, the album was poorly received, and the usual sexist criticisms abounded. Slant... But see, I think the the sexist criticisms with this one probably come from the way this video portrays her, which may have been a bad idea. Yeah. Like there's this one and then there's that um, I Am Woman or wh- whatever the one is from the client list that yeah. she did. Yeah. That one's a very like sex forward type uh, music video also. So I don't know. Maybe they'll tell us here what happened between those two. But this is this one seems very, I don't know trashed the album for being, quote, jangly girl pop, arguably a great vibe for girls, but maybe not for aging male music critics. Meanwhile, Entertainment (laughs) Weekly criticized Hewitt for posing semi-nude on the cover while crooning Mm. suggestive lyrics. And that'll do it. I mean, that will feed into that criticism. Yeah. You know, but they they do have a good point in the aging music critics, you know. (laughs) The outlet argued, such an attitude doesn't make her a bad girl. It just makes her bad. Oh. Despite her unfortunate career slump, by 2005, Jennifer Love Hewitt started her ascent up from out of the Hollywood flop pile with a new TV show that would become a surprise hit. Don't say it. Depicting a woman who can communicate with the dead. Don't say it. Yes. Ghost Whisperer. Oh, ah, thank you. you. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> was a huge success throughout its five-season run. Apparently, the nurturing role was also one of the most fulfilling Hewitt had played. The star shared, Every day I felt like I was doing something extraordinary. I felt like that show connected with people. It connected, Mike. It connected with the every people. day. Every day, I felt like I was doing something extraordinary. Yeah, Jennifer, it's because every day that show stayed on the air, it was extraordinary. <laughs> It was extraordinarily I'm sorry, I did not amazing. Mean that. <laughs> it was extraordinarily amazing. You are just not accepting what is what is great. I, I don't want you know people what? I don't want the the all of our listener to think that uh, I, I don't like Jennifer Love. I, I love her. I think she's great. This ain't about Jennifer Love Hewitt. We're talking about Ghost Whisperer. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. It's a good, good, good point, Mason. I really appreciate that. Um, Sorry I, to keep yelling in your no, ears. No, 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 no. You're all no, good. You're all good. No, keep yelling in his ears. It's... <laughs> 
the show. It takes it takes twelve times for you to hear something before it sinks in. So I think you've got about six more to go. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just the the TV show in and of itself confuses me. Now I will say that there was a point made during Poltergal's live show at RogueCon twenty three the past weekend, where Cindy Little, who is a certified ghost hunter. And a parapsychologist. I just want to give it the pause that's necessary for that. Um, she she pointed out <laughs> the fact that uh, I, I made the point that ghosts can't get in cars and drive around, right, or ride around in cars. And she told me that yes, because they imprint on people, not just places. Sometimes, so the only way I can explain it is that all of these ghosts are imprinting on Jennifer Love Hewitt. Or what's her name in the show? Cindy McGoodle-Little? Ah, see, super fan, you don't even know. um, Jeffrey Katzenbaum. I know her her husband's name is Jim. Oh, it's Jim and... and (laughs) Melinda. Melinda. That's what it is. And what's her friend's name? Andrea. Oh, good job. See, I I know for the most part it takes me a little Uh, bit, but... What town do they live in? Uh, Simpleville? No. Oh. Grandview. I will say this. Yes, please. Save Ghost me from Whisperer this. was a show that existed. That's right. As he's absolutely right. And I have to take uh I have to take umbrage with that. I think well, that means I don't agree, but anyway. I mean <laughs> it did exist. All right, here we go. Let's get through the rest of this. In 2010, Jennifer Love Hewitt would once again elevate her career with the TV movie The Client List. Here mm. she depicted a single mom working as a masseuse turned sex worker. You know, I think I thought this was a, a TV series. I didn't realize it was a TV movie. It's a TV movie? Yeah. So well, It was a movie first and then it became a TV series. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Because oh. it was so popular. Look at Mason. Oh. Why is she cracking this dude's bone? I don't because know. Oh, that's his foot. She's a masseuse before a she ma- cracked oh. his other bone. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to talk about cracking bones, Jennifer Love Hewitt, please call us at 254-300-7982. We'd love to talk to you. And Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. But I not also, just about talking bones. We no. just want to talk, period. No, because she wasn't on that show, Bones. I also like how you ask, why is she cracking bones? And yet on the <sighs> screen, it says, working as masseuse a masseuse. Masseuse turned sex turn, worker. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but what I'm saying is, the way this video is paused, that looks like his femur sticking up, but it's really his foot, right? But that does look like a femur right there. The way that it, it's, it, we, we paused it at that angle, it looks like his femur is sticking up out of his back for some reason. The role earned her industry kudos with a Golden Globe nomination oh. for her performance. And the client list was such a hit that it became a TV show in 2012. Good job, Mason. He would explain to Collider that she was drawn to the complex character of Riley Parks. I've been to Riley Parks. It's beautiful. She said that it was because the narrative explored a single mom who finds empowerment in a job that others might assume is dangerous or subservient. She added, she's making these decisions and she's making them consciously and she's growing sexually, emotionally, physically, and mentally in this job. In both her personal and professional lives, Hewitt seemed to be hitting a new peak. 
where she didn't just look comfortable in her skin, she also looked absolutely radiant on the red carpet, especially when she stepped out in an ivory Ramona Caveza gown with ice blue accents at the 2011 Golden Globe Awards. Hey, I'd like to yeah, take this, uh, uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, we got to take a small commercial break uh, to uh, talk about our advertisers and uh, this would be a wonderful time to do it. But I would also like to say before we go to our commercial break that uh, the offer is still open, uh, believe it or not, for Jennifer Love Hewitt to please be on our show. And they can call, she can call us at 254-300-7982 or she can drop us a, a correspondence at info at roguemedianetwork.com. Here's a small commercial break. We'll be right back. We're back. How about that? Did you enjoy that commercial? No. I mm. love Jiffy Lube. That's, I don't, you know What's what? a place where you get your oil changed? Jiffy Lube. No. Right? No. You didn't listen to the commercial? No. As it was playing? Jiffy Lube? No. We've got the best lube. That's not how that is. Put it dude. in your car no. and grease on down the highway? That's disgusting. That's what they say. No. You get $5 off if you go to your local Jiffy Lube and mention the phrase, grease on down the highway. That's not a thing, $5 dude. off your oil change or tire inspection. Not you know, thing. normally your tire inspection can cost you as much as thirty nine ninety nine, But with this offer, you could get it as low as thirty four ninety nine. <laughs> and you know what they do during a tire inspection? They walk all the way around your car, they check all your tires, and then they tell you whether they're good or not. That's a valuable service. That's not. From your oil change professionals. At that. Jiffy Lube. We have the best lube. Grease on down the highway. All right, let's finish this uh, transformation of Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, she is now playing in the client list. She is growing sexually, mentally, physically. I don't. <laughs> she grew three inches while she was making this show. Uh, she made a TV movie and then it turned into a TV show and she's cracking bones and learning lessons. That's not. She becomes a jail room lawyer. Following the birth of her first child, Jennifer Love Hewitt flaunted her post-pregnancy figure with joy and assurance. With motherhood, the star's priorities had appeared to shift too. When the client list ended in 2013, Hewitt joined the cast of Criminal Minds for one brief season as hardened FBI agent Kate Callahan. Hardened FBI agent Kate Callahan. However, by the time she had the chance to film a second season, Hewitt was expecting her second child and had made the difficult decision to step back from the show. Mm, that is a difficult decision. I mean, because honestly, Criminal Minds at that time, it was doing gangbusters. You Dude, know? Criminal Minds. Do you is, watch Criminal Minds also? Yes. Do you watch CSI? No. Do you watch uh, um, FBI? Nope. Uh, how about NCIS Hawaii? Nope. How about Law uh, and Order? Nope. SVU. Law, nope. Law and Order, SVU. Do you watch... Chicago Med, PD, Fire. Do you watch SV, SVU? I already said SVU. Or SUV. Sorry, it's the one about the car. Uh, <laughs> do you watch uh, 911? No. Well, she's on it now. What about 911 Lone Star? 911 Lone Star. No, I, starring the, the guy that you immediately think of when you think Texas, 911, Emergency. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Yeah. I love Rob Lowe. I do love Rob Lowe, literally. 
Literally. I love Rob Lowe. Have you ever listened to his podcast? No, I don't listen to celebrity podcast. He has a podcast called Literally with Rob Lowe. Very good. No way. I like Rob Lowe. Literally, he has that? He has a show called Literally with no Rob Lowe. No way. He got, he, he got famous saying literally because of Parks and Rec. You know, he was on Parks and Rec as the guy who was brought to town to fix the Parks and Rec I department. Hate I hate that Oh, show. it's such a good show. It's another show I cannot It's a stand. very, very good show. Yet you like Ghost Whisperer. Yeah, Allison. that's what I'm saying. You you got you to gotta reassess your priorities. Uh, and if, if Jennifer Love Hewitt would like to talk about reassessing her priorities, she could call us at 254-300-7982. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please reassess your priorities and be on our show. All right, here we go. Criminal Minds showrunner Erica Messer told Entertainment Weekly that they wrote Callahan's exit from the show to tie in with Hewitt's own motives for leaving. Mm. As Messer explained, Hewitt wanted to be a full-time mom so she could give this second baby everything she gave her first. You know, honestly, and this is this is truly a compliment to Jennifer Love Hewitt. The stuff that she does online now, it's very, like, family-friendly, mom-friendly, all that stuff. I mean, she loves holidays and all those things. I, she is a very good representation of somebody who seems to love uh, being part of a family, you know. And so and it's I'm not being – I'm not making a joke, nothing. I, she, she does come across as someone who really loves being part of a family. And that's obviously not an easy mission statement, given the scheduling rigors of filming a TV show. Suffice it to say, Hewitt was more than entitled to the break, having worked in the industry since she was a child herself. On the topic, Hewitt told American Baby that pregnancy is a time for slowing down schedules and to enjoy nourishment. Enjoy nourishment. You know, she looks totally different now, too, honestly. She looks like a, a full-grown person like I, I know this sounds goofy but she she looks like someone when when she was younger she seemed kind of unapproachable now she seems like somebody that you could definitely have a conversation with and if you know honestly if she'd like to have a conversation with us she can call us at 254-300-7982 jennifer love hewitt please give us a call be in a conversation and be on our show nothing what do you mean nothing okay Nothing about what? So many of us oh, are busy man. or driven. We forget to take care of ourselves. But That's when you're true. pregnant, it's all about you and that baby inside of you. After taking some time out to raise her babies, Wait. Jennifer that Love Hewitt made a triumphant return to the industry with her role in the emergency call room drama 911. 911. Hewitt depicted Maddie, a woman struggling with the aftermath of leaving an abusive relationship. As showrunner Tim Minear told The Wrap, the actor was the, quote, Perfect choice to join the 911 call center. Unfortunately, her return to the red carpet wasn't quite as confident. Hewitt showed up to the series Fox Up Front presentation looking admittedly tired yet chic, which is a hard relate for moms everywhere. When the appearance made headlines, she felt the need to explain her look on her Instagram stories. On top of the day being 12 hours long and the New York humidity being almost 100%, the actor revealed that she'd made the mistake of wearing a black suit and was melting by the time cameras were on her. With a laugh, Hewitt added, I just have to apologize for how wrecked I look in all the pictures that came out. It was a funny, relatable moment that reminded fans of Hewitt's ageless girl-next-door quality. What was she in with Jackie Chan? I don't know. That's Because now I'm we're seeing a picture of Jackie Chan. Was she in one of those goofy Jackie Chan movies? Listen, you leave Jackie Chan Jackie Chan Chan's alone. a goofball. Listen. I mean, he. I'm sure he's a very nice man. Leave that man alone. And he's he very talented, like, but he's a goofball. He is priceless, 
and I... Well, yeah, you can't buy people, Allison. No, listen, you leave him alone. <laughs> like, ooh, he's got so really? many Really? Jackie good, Chan is so, your is your bar? That's where it is? He's got so many good, like, I think a lot of it is, like, childhood yeah. memories, like Shanghai Noon, which is a stupid oh, movie. Oh. It's, yeah, I know, but it, it's a boff ball, a barf ball. It's a, but, it's a boff ball. <laughs> No, but that's what I'm getting when we leave here. That's what we have for lunch: it's boff just, balls. No, it's really good. No, but he like oh gravy, so please, good. for your boff balls. He's one of my favorites. Really? Did you watch the cartoon? No. He, you know he didn't do his own voice in the cartoon. No. <laughs> Jackie Chan did not do the voice he, of Jackie Chan in his own cartoon. He's one of my favorites, man. He's one of my favorites. You leave that. I don't guy know what it, what she was in with. I don't him, know either. But man, but it's obviously. Some, I mean, there they are, right there in the dressing room. Um, he's in a tux and she's in a body contour suit or whatever. Long may it rain. While juggling her continued on-screen prospects with raising her children, Hewitt is constantly impressive. Did you know that every? Um, the tuxedo. Oh, there it is. The tuxedo. Thank you very much, Mason. Um, did you know that every appearance she has on a talk show is all green screened from her house? No. That's because it's not true. Yeah, exactly. Because why would you do anything strictly <laughs> from your house? I don't know. thought it was funny. Check out one of our newest videos right here. Hey, thanks. Uh, so uh, I, I got to say... You know, as far as her career goes, she has had a super impressive career. And um, she has moved from child star to adult star. And that is not easy to do. There are so many child actor horror stories, you know, of people that have just crashed and burned because of their careers. Uh, that uh, it's very impressive. And I want to uh, I want to thank Jennifer Love Hewitt for her storied career. And for uh, becoming a star right in front of us, if she'd like to talk about it, she can call us at 254-300-7982. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. All right, Allison, I think that's it for this time. Uh, you got anything else to add about Jennifer Love Hewitt, please, being on our show? Um, you, like that, you like that grammar? Jennifer Love Hewitt, please, being on our show. Being on our show. <laughs> you know, I would... Are we going to hop back on the uh, yeah, Ghost Whisperer will. train? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes we will that, that would be fantastic and then um ghost whisperer i i really hope that you know i want her to be on her show but yes. then i also really really you just want me to have to hope, watch all the hope ghost she holds whisperer. out till the very last episode jennifer love hewitt i want you to understand something uh if you were listening and I, there's no reason that you wouldn't um I am an old man that uh, is getting older by the day, and uh, I don't know that I want to spend the last days on Earth. <laughs> the The biggest intake in my life is, is Ghost Whisperer, but I will do it if that's what it takes, because Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. That's it. I think we're done. Oh. Hey, just real quick, let me add this if I haven't added it before. Uh, she can call us at 254-300-7982, or she can write us an email at info at roguemedianetwork.com. Jennifer Love Hewitt, please be on our show. Okay. That's it. Bye.